Hi everyone, welcome to episode 28, it's January 11, 2020, and I have a lot to talk about, as usual. Hi everyone, this is Val Sopi, and this is Bootstrapping SaaS. In this podcast, I share my journey to 10k in recurring revenue with claritask.com. All right, I want to start with uh, giving a shout out to my uh, Patreon supporters, with uh, first being Jace Richardson, uh, who's running RepoGuard, which protects your GitHub repositories from common mistakes that cost time and energy to fix. Whether it's forced pushes to master or just bad commit messages, RepoGuard can help. Visit repoguard.com for more info. And my other... Patreon supporters, Merot Mohavedi with Zebel.co, spelt with an X, Simon Bennett with Snapshooter.io, Dean Layton James with CloudPeriscope.com, Zoli Veres, and Valion Badivuku. Um, I have a lot to say. I don't know where to start. Uh, things are good overall. Um... Let me see what I have here on the notes. Usually I make the notes, but when I start the show, I look at the notes and I'm like, I'm not talking about that. That's just not good. It's boring. But I'll go down the list. Um, so one thing about Claritask, whatever happens with it, um, it's uh, that I learned so much with it. Uh, not just the product, but also recently I'm I'm trying to get more and more what it means to make a product that is really needed. And I didn't start Claritask like that. Um, I thought I did. Um, I wanted to make a product that is better from what's out there and something that fitted me more. Um, I didn't go talking to people or interviewing people and learning about their pains and then starting to make a product based on their pains, uh, which the Mom Test book talks about a lot. Um, the market is huge. Uh, it's incredibly large. There's big players. Um, I guess that's that's what makes it so big because um, uh, there are many competitors who are competing for all these companies and individuals who are using um, project management tools. And there's a lot of free tools that you don't ever have to pay, even if you're a small team. Um, so it's it's really hard to sell a product that is competing against against uh, startups who are well funded uh, and can afford a free uh, version, which I have introduced as well. Um, not with ten people that some of them have, but with three people. However, my next tire is is um, is not expensive compared to them. So um, I've lowered my price from 29, from $90 per month for 10 people as I was aiming for corporate clients. But it's so hard to do the sales with um, with these companies. I really need a sales team to get to the right person and sell and contact and do all the things that a proper salesperson does. So I lowered my price to $29 per month for 10, first 10 people. I might lower it again. Um, I want to make it very easy for someone to self-serve 
and upgrade on their own and I don't want the price to be a barrier of them upgrading. Um, I've also included the free version and since I've done that, I uh, have seen more registrations and it could be a combination of two things. One, that I actually did lower the price and introduced a free version as well as I've been more active marketing and sales-wise. I've been active on Quora, on LinkedIn, on some Facebook groups. I'm answering questions on Quora about project management or anything related to it. Um, also on LinkedIn, I'm very active with various groups and various people I'm following and making new contacts and not selling, just writing about Claritask and um, doing things that will potentially lead someone to uh, notice Claritask and uh, register. Um, I also have in Claritask, I'm not sure if I did this in Quora yet, but in Claritask, I ha uh, in Claritask on LinkedIn, I have my my name uh, with a hyphen at the end uh, saying Claritask. So Val Soapy Claritask, at Claritask, somewhere along those lines. Also, I did the same on Twitter. Just want to get the name out there so it becomes more familiar with people that are either following me or if I'm replying to something, they see the name. Um, so I don't know what, what has helped to get more signups. Um, uh, they're all solid, real real emails. Uh, most of them are company emails or Gmail, uh, which is really good sign because before I used to get some Hotmail, AOL, not real names, which is really troubling. Um, so... In that sense, it's good. Uh, no one has yet converted with the new pricing, but it's just been a couple of weeks, and um, I wanted to give it a shot as I move forward. Um, I sort of uh, feel like a cheat in a way, uh, and I'll explain why. Um, so I've started uh, taking client work. Um, I'm working most of my time on building client products for an hourly rate, which is really good. It's helping me and my family uh, with um, expenses, etc., with planning ahead, um, with schools and everything that comes with with life. On the other hand, uh, here I am talking about bootstrapping a product, and um, the reason, I guess, why I feel like a cheat is that I... I'm not doing as much as I did on Claritask, even though the things that I'm doing might be more impactful. So I think what I have to do is I have to get away from this thinking of me needing to do something all the time with the product I'm running. And that's where the feeling like a cheat comes from because um, there are days that I'm not, working on Claritask, even though I'm doing sales daily, uh, marketing mostly. But I'm not improving as much as I did before, even though product is pretty complete. Um, there's really not a lot to do based on client feedback. So unless I want to invent a feature or think about a feature, I have a couple of them listed, but it wouldn't be something that was asked by a client. It will be more my idea how to, um, how to help clients work better which has worked in the past, but again, I don't want to get again in that habit of just building and building and building. So I have to be more in peace with Claritask moving along at this pace and run, not rushing it and not doing changes every day or you know tweaking the website and whatnot. Just want to give it a breathing room and then see see what happens 
um, in a couple of weeks. So instead of worrying about daily what will happen with it, I want to worry more about it in weekly terms, monthly terms. So just, you know, I've lowered my prices, doing marketing, just want to see the results as they come. And also as I move along with client work and um, it's, it's helping me a lot uh, sort of think about ClariTask. Um, yeah, so uh, I don't know what to say in terms of that. You know, maybe maybe if, if, as weeks go by, I will find out more. But there's not really much growth in a sense that I'm seeing it uh, paint into something that could really fly. Uh, so that's sort of frustrating. And I didn't feel like that the whole week. I was feeling pretty good. But just before recording this show, I, and as I, was, uh, as I was making my notes for the show, I started feeling this. So it could be it could be because um whenever i do my podcast uh i feel more truthful and during the week i'm more in the um hyped up mode where you know i'm i'm believing more and and working towards it and i'm not really thinking a lot if it's i'm not doubting a lot of things so i guess when i'm sitting uh in a podcast doing the show i have that sort of you know feeling of of really being honest about it and and really thinking what may come of it so uh that's as far as that goes this is like so out of my notes i'm not even looking at the notes right now so i'm gonna go back to the notes one thing i want to tell you guys is that uh, a couple of weeks ago i applied to tiny c i mentioned this on the podcast i got rejected for the second time um because maybe i don't know they, they didn't say it but i'm thinking maybe my mrr is not high enough or my product market fit is not proven so I had uh, I I got the email, talked about it in the podcast, and as I was sifting through my notes, I looked at a note uh, that I had written, saying write Rob about maybe raising a um, a seed round from them, but a, a very low sort of compared to what they are offering with Tiny Seed. So they're offering about one hundred twenty thousand for the first founder, and then I think extra thirty thousand for the next founder uh, for a twelve month runway along those lines for 12% to 15%, I think, 10, 12, 15. So I wrote Rob, said, hey, thanks for, for the email. I was thinking if you guys can, um, if you guys would be interested to, to take in an experiment with me for 30K instead of 120. Um, and I didn't mention any, you know, um, terms or whatever. I mean, that's, it would be great to have Rob on the team and push things. And I would be focusing on Task full-time. I will have the means to do that. But they never wrote back. <laughs> I don't think they ever will. But you can't blame me from trying, you know. So I, you know, I, yeah, why not try? You know, it's uh, the the amount I was asking from them is much lower. The valuation could be lower, which would be good for them. If nothing pans out for them, uh, it still could pan out into selling it to someone else at some point because I'll be focusing on it and something good may come out of it. But yeah, I just wanted to tell you about that. So yeah, I never. if I do hear from them, with a no, which I probably will at some point, I'll let you know about that too. So I got reading, uh, I got done reading David and Goliath by um, uh, Malcolm Gladwell, which was really good. However, Gladwell's books tend to really go for long. I think it was about 300 pages. Um, a lot of examples, a lot of references, sort of pointing to the same thing. So towards the end, I was skipping some pages. I just couldn't couldn't um, finish it. But I did. I did towards the end. And it was good. I highly recommend it, especially a bunch of first chapters. They really 
uh, talk about how um, a smaller company or smaller someone can um, go against something bigger and then potentially win. And um, yeah, so it was good for that. I'm trying to finish Stillness is the Key. I started it last year and I never got to finishing it because of um, New Year's um, and I had forgotten about it. So I'm just getting around, getting it done. I think I have about 50, 60 pages done and it's really good. I highly recommend it. He talks about how to find stillness in this crazy world and how stillness is um, gives us the ability to make better decisions and all the examples um, in the book are incredible. I've highlighted most of the book, I think. Um, the whole book is one big highlight for me. And the next in line is Atomic Habits, which everyone is recommending Recommending I read. And then, obviously, Awesome by April Dumford. So I'm really looking forward to that, especially uh, because it talks about positioning and that's maybe something I have to do about Clarity Task. Um, also, I talked to some of the technology advice leads that I got and some paid leads that I got from technology advice. I wrote, replied to them. I have about eight of them, I think I paid. Um, I've been in contact with one. They finally told me that they went with Asana because two of their employees recommended it. So, yeah. And I think Asana comes with a free version. You don't ever have to pay if you don't want to, I think, unless you want some of their features, if I remember correctly. So, um, yeah, competing with, with products like that is very hard, especially when my brand name is not that that big. So... Uh, good thing is that current clients are happy. Um, some of one, the biggest one is asking for some improvements, which aren't that big. So I'll get them done for them. They're not features or anything, just little tweaks, which actually made sense when I looked at them. So um, uh, that's something that I will do. And another thought I had about Clarity Task was uh, to have a new website where it's very technical. So it's not trying to sell. It's just super, super straightforward with the sidebar almost resembling the app inside and having documentation, user guides, uh, video run-throughs of features and pricing, clear-cut pricing, low pricing compared to other ones and then just see maybe if that sort of um, creates more trust among users. It's something I've, I've been thinking about a lot lately. I had might have mentioned it before. So um, I might try that. Um, yeah, so I'm working on client work, some work I did last year and doing some improvements uh, based on hourly rate, which is working out quite, quite nicely. I'm looking for new clients locally, internationally. So if you know someone that uh, can use my services, I can pretty much do it all from front end to back end to launching, deployment, server, etc. Uh, it's I'm a best fit for projects from scratch, so not projects that started by somebody else because I might not know the technology. Um, and I really don't have the time to learn it because I'm busy with everything that I'm mentioning here. So if you or someone you know is in need of um, someone to do an MVP or, or build a product of some sort, then please uh, let me know. Um, so as far as personal goes, I am uh, fasting still, not every day. Um I'm breaking it here and there because I'm either, you know, going out with friends or something is happening. But I've quit sugar and I had no idea how hard it would be uh, to not eat sugar. It was for the first two or three days. It wasn't that hard. But then I started craving my coffee with sugar. But I've stayed pretty much true to it, though it's very hard. I had no idea the withdrawal could be so bad. Um, so 
taking cold showers, working out, eating, eating mostly healthy. And uh, yeah, I missed gym for a month almost, came back to it again. I was surprised that I didn't lose a lot of, of my strength. And I think one of the reasons was because um, when I stopped working out late November, I had gone for about 15 weeks straight without a break. So I think that strength sort of lingered on and didn't go away that easily. So I'm back at it as if I ne never had left. Maybe I lost probably about 5-7% of my strength, but I'm still good at it. And it's, it's helping me. Jim is helping me a lot with um, uh, with uh, maintaining my sanity and just being very organized. And uh, one thing I wanted to mention was that since I, I have, right now I have actually six uh, Patreon supporters which is amazing. Uh, so the total is about $60 per month. And uh, I think I'm looking to raise it to 100, which would be perfect for maintaining this podcast. Uh, it would mean about $25 per episode, uh, which is really a good feeling to know that, you know, I have that sort of amount for this time that I'm putting in here. But also that money will go into, you know, server my, my monthly uh, transistor payment, which is 19 at the moment, and uh, just it's it's great feeling to know that people out there are, are supporting, you know, you for something that you believe in, and I really thank all my Patreon supporters who I know all of them. They're friends, online friends. Uh, one of them is um, is an actual friend from my town. He's currently in San Jose, I think, and um, yeah. So uh, this is everything that's happening. Uh, Things that are coming up, uh, clear task improvements, like I said, uh, chasing more new client work. And um, I'm actually keeping my eye open for a product. Um, not that I'm quitting clear task in any way, shape, or form. I will continue doing it. But I'm keeping my eye open with uh, the thoughts that I got from the mom book. Man, the mom, mom, not mom book, the mom test. Mom test, I remember now, made some people quit their product. And uh, I don't know if that's a good thing that I read that. So, um, yeah. But uh, I will try to, uh, you know, just keeping my eyes open for different markets, different products. Uh, I'm not building anything. It won't probably, if I ever do another product, it will be a different way. I'll try to find um, the real pain first and find the clients and possibly get payments before I even do my first code or maybe build it like an overnight uh, simple sort of MVP and then show it to people if they want to, you know, um, if they really have that pain. So uh, that's the way I would start it. Um, but yeah, uh, Patreon supporters are making me more accountable. Um, actually very frugal this year with everything, with my spending. So I need to really save a lot of the money that I made for... Uh, just for living expenses and some of the debt that I've accumulated over a couple of last years, I need to pay that off, start paying it off. Uh, some of the taxes I'm, I'm, uh, I'm behind locally and just trying to get back on track. Uh, I've given most of what I have to Claritask and moving forward, I will give more to it, more time, uh, more attention, more energy. And I just wanted to let it be for a bit uh, as I market it and sell it. And if it's meant to really grow, if it's really, um, if people find it useful for their needs, then uh, that would be awesome. Uh, but if it doesn't go anywhere, uh, that's okay too, because uh, I've learned and I'm still learning a lot from it. But I won't quit my journey into 
I'm making either Claritask or another product to give me that sort of freedom I'm looking for uh, to uh, not work long hours as I'm doing right now with different projects, which is very hard sometimes uh, because I'm jumping in between two, three projects right now and um, switching context is, is very hard. So I'm documenting a lot, but the idea would be ultimately to um, have a product that is making at least 5, 10K a month where I'm not working as hard as I am right now to um, to live the life that I want to live. Um, so yeah, I will end the show with that.